1: Game week in Atlanta,
0: which means it's
1: time to talk all things Georgia Tech on the Coach Jeff Collins Show.
2: Blitz off the end. it's picked up. Sims lobs it left side of the end zone. It is caught. Touchdown, Jackets!
1: We'll hear from Georgia Tech football head coach Jeff Collins and other members of the Georgia Tech Athletics Department as we gear up for another week of Georgia Tech football. He dives for the end zone and he gets in. Touchdown, Jackets! On the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Now here's the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra.
2: And welcome in. Glad to have you for another Wednesday night and another edition of the Jeff Collins Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Yellow Jackets back at Bobby Dodd this Saturday. Hard to believe, ACC finale is upon us, and it's at home as your Jackets take on the Boston College Eagles. 3:30, Tommy's Leather. Look forward to breaking down that matchup and much more over the next hour with the head coach of your Yellow Jackets. Jeff Collins, I'm Andy Demetra, and without further ado, let's welcome him in, your head coach, Jeff Collins. Coach, good to talk to you. How are you? Hey, Andy. Good to see you, bud. And second half hour of the program, always enjoy our annual visit with him. Strength and conditioning coach, Lou Corolla, will be our uh, our featured guest this week. Million View Lou, as you have uh, baptized (laughs) him uh, earlier this year, correct?
3: Uh, Absolutely, and well-deserved, the way he motivates our team, the way... Uh, His message reaches across all platforms on social media. Uh, He's as genuine and real as they come. What you see is what you get. High energy, loves the players, loves the program, and is so glad he's our head strength coach.
2: Strength coach, philosopher, wears many hats, but he wears them all well. So Lou Corolla will be in the second half hour of the program. All right, let's talk about Miami this past week. And you talked in your press conference yesterday about continuing to narrow the margin, a close competitive game against a Miami team that had beaten back-to-back top 20 opponents. A few moment of truth plays didn't quite swing your way, and that might have reflected the outcome. But you know how close your team is getting and putting themselves in a position now to win those moment of truth plays yep. where maybe a year ago at this time, two years ago at this time, Uh, those moment of truth plays were still a ways off on the horizon. So what's been the message to the team uh, to make sure they're in the right frame of mind to attack this next challenge in Boston College?
3: Yeah, just a big thing we tell them all the time since we got here, the process works when you work the process. Uh, Play with great energy. Prepare at a high level. Play with relentless effort every single play. uh, Execute at a high level. uh, Control what you can control at all times. And uh, put yourselves in position to win those kind of games. Um, And very, very soon it's going to flip and we're going to be winning those close games and then extend margins and not just fighting from behind a close that we've got to get to the other side of the margins and then create a huge gap With it as we move forward in the program. We're really, really close. Uh, Really love this team, the leadership on this team. Uh, It's one of the youngest rosters in college football, it's one of the smallest senior classes in college football. But the leadership that's been developed, uh, the attitude, the tenacity, the togetherness, all of those things that give us a chance uh, to be in these games uh, if we just continue to work and continue to push. The experience that we're gaining uh, is going to pay off, and it's going to pay off big uh, sooner than later. It
2: was a hard-fought effort from your guys defensively. You got three forced fumbles, one of which Jalen King returned 40 yards to the house, also held Miami 0-2 on fourth down. Your thoughts on uh, the defense's day versus the Hurricanes?
3: Yeah, we talked all week. Big-time players make big-time plays, and we had some guys really step up and do that. Um, we had an interception return uh, for a two-point conversion by Wanya Thomas. I don't know all the fans. Fancy things that Mike Flynn puts into it, but in my mind, it was a pick, and he scored two points uh, on it. And uh, tremendous effort by Zamari Walton, tremendous effort by Sylvain on that play uh, to get those two points. And uh, you know, just just really proud of the big time plays that they were able to make uh, in the game. Still, some things to clean up. Uh, you know, we had one busted coverage on third and 12. We had uh, two penalties that were very unfortunate on third and 12-plus uh, during the game. Got to eliminate those. And then right out of the half, they had a really nice design play on a crack-replaced flea flicker, and they were able to get us. But other than that, uh, the guys played hard. They played physical. They played together. And, uh, you know, some guys made some really nice plays. You'd mentioned Wanya Thomas's
2: two-point conversion. One of several plays that Wanye made in his home state. He was ACC defensive back of the week for the second time in four games. Nine tackles, one and a half TFLs, a sack, a force fumble, and he scored points. First ACC player to hit those benchmarks in a game since 2008. How did that game encapsulate Wanye, the presence he brings to the back? And in your eyes, was that the best game Wanye's played all year?
3: Uh, there's so many moments that Wanye's had since we've gotten here and uh, he just continues to get better and better, learning the process, executing the process, and uh, using his ability on top of all of that. Uh, tremendous teammate, tremendous person, tremendous leader, and uh, just when you see people that do it the right way, uh, guys in your program that are having individual success, uh, just makes you really proud when they do it the right way, and one is definitely doing it the right way, and I'm uh, really, really proud of him. He gets an
2: ACC pl- uh, defensive back of the week award, probably also deserves. Deserved an oxygen tank after that 100-yard <laughs> run. He was, i was gaseous just watching him.
3: Yeah, no doubt. And I, I went down there to the end zone and there was Sylvain and there was Wanye and, uh, you know, like one demolition of the demolition derby. No no doubt, but tremendous effort uh, throughout the game. And, you know, obviously uh, we track all the effort numbers and catapult numbers and player loads and all of those things. And, uh, you know, we, we talk about being a culture built on effort. And then you just look at the numbers after the contest. And, you know, the guys that are having really good success, you it, know, most of the time, comes because they're playing really, really hard. And uh, just, just really proud of them.
2: Saying on defense, Wesley Walker had to have one of his yep. better games. Not only a forced fumble, but on another play, a fumble recovery. Had a couple of pass breakups. What made Wesley... Uh, like wanya such a presence there in the back.
3: It was his, it was his week of preparation. Um, he prepared at a very high level, um, and he's got it in him, uh, but I do think it was the best week of preparation he's had all season. And, uh, you know, just stick to it, prepare the right way. He knew that, that this one play that nobody will remember during the game, they were down in the red zone on one of our uh, red zone stops, and they ran a corner route in a three-layered, Route And he knew it was coming. The coverage we called was exactly what we anticipated. He played it perfectly, got a PBU on it. And it was just execution based on film study, based on the perfect call, uh, based on him being a really good player that was able just to execute the play with poise and uh, have success on that play through his preparation uh, and through the process. And just, you know, he's still a young guy, but just keeps getting better and better each week. You weathered that hot start for
2: Miami. It was 14 nothing, but then you got on the board with an explosion play from J.P. Mason. And yep. i, I got to be honest, I was shocked that prior to Saturday, Jordan Mason's longest career run was only 48 yards. Well, About it's 10. it's no longer 48. Yep. It's 71 as he took that to the house. Also was a presence catching out of the backfield. What made that day feel like this was the Jordan Mason that – uh, you know, we've seen so many times throughout his Georgia Tech career.
3: Yeah, and I think he's one of the tops in rushing guardage uh, in Georgia Tech football history. I don't know the exact number. Top 13. 15. 13, oh, yeah. that's pretty good. Uh, there's a lot of great players that have played at this great institution, and uh, J.P. Mason certainly is one of them. And uh, just the growth and maturity that he's developed in the last two years. years—I uh, Again, it would take me a long time on the show to talk about it. Um, but just I thought – Coach Key schemed up the run game really, really well, and uh, you know we were getting a big time player um, to get up to the second level, and he was able to do the rest. And uh, just, just he's awesome.
2: I wanted to ask you about that power pistol formation that you used at times in the Miami game because I don't know if that had been a look you had shown at any point this year. You see Louisville run out of that a lot, where you have a tailback beside the quarterback and back behind him. How long had that been installed and what made you confident it could work? St- the, the pictures Miami was giving you
3: uh, four days, uh, <laughs> but, but, you know, we, we go into the season every year, you know, wanting to play a lot of 12 personnel, wanting to play a lot of 11 personnel um, and just the, the depth at the tight end with Dylan Devaney going down uh, has been strained at, at times. And, uh, you know, we were trying to be creative and uh, get JP and get Jameer on the field at the same time or get Jameer and Dante on the field at the same time and uh, just creative ways to do it. And uh, Coach Key was able to put that together, complementing the passing game with Coach Pat note and Coach Dixon. And uh, it, it was it was successful for us um, out of necessity, but also because they're really good players. You guys too.
2: look comfortable running it.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they good communication back there. Uh, they're such good teammates uh, in that running back room. And then up, up front with the offensive line, it was a revolving door again because we've had mm-hmm. so many injuries, uh, especially the last four games and just guys roll in uh, and still play at a high level. Ryan Johnson is the ultimate pro, bouncing back and forth from guard to tackle, and uh, you know we'll probably have to continue doing it, Um, but that's why we have Coach Key and does a great job with that group.
2: Yeah, we'll continue to talk about the offensive line. Some of the other standouts from Saturday also start to flip the book towards Boston College and what it'll take for a successful Saturday at Bobby Dodd Stadium, and of course, we look forward to seeing you there. 3.30, your jacket's... And the Boston College Eagles just getting started here on this Wednesday night. It's the Jeff Collins Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. The perfect tailgate. All you need are your friends and the 2021
1: Ford F-150 with the available Pro Power Onboard. It's like a mobile generator to power your tailgate all game long. It's this tradition of toughness and innovation that's made Ford F-Series America's best-selling truck 44 years straight and counting. Make your game day traditions bigger and better season after season. Check out the 2021 Ford F-150 at your local Ford dealer. Based on 1977 through 2020 calendar year total sales. Today's matchup, Skin Energy partners up with Georgia Tech Football to take on your old natural gas provider. Just like how the yellow jackets swarm the field, Georgia residents will be eager to stiff arm high prices and get real savings on natural gas. Visit SkinEnergy.com to take it to the house, your house, Passing up on these rates would be a complete debacle. So make a winning call and dial 877-GOSCANA or visit skinenergy.com for great service and great rates this fall. Touchdown!
4: Jeff Francoeur here. As a farmer, I know the importance of Georgia Farm Bureau's advocacy work on behalf of farmers. And as a lifelong supporter of Georgia sports, I also know the importance of being part of a team. The Georgia Farm Bureau Insurance Company is always the home team, supporting our local communities and offering affordable home, auto, and life insurance for Georgia families. Georgia Farm Bureau, always the home team. Visit Georgia Farm Bureau online at gfb.org to learn more.
5: You know what's fun about the holidays? Yep, it's shopping. Well, the Georgia Lottery and Fantasy Five are about to up the fun with a chance to win a $5,000 shopping spree. Every week in November, five winners will win $5,000 to go shopping. Just enter your non-winning Fantasy Five ticket at fantasy5giveaway.com. And who knows, you could win 5,000 bucks to buy whatever you want. It all happens in November. So play Fantasy Five from the Georgia Lottery. Play responsibly
6: home this field this stadium this city it has no equal in college football
0: touchdown jackets
6: when we step onto this field we feed off of your passion we need it because there's absolutely nothing like it back in the ATM. Oh, uh, way! back in the 404 How come? back home
7: get your tickets georgia tech merchandise and everything you need to know about the 2021 season at ramblinrec.com
1: the legacy of Georgia Tech runs deep in the South.
8: Dumped over the middle. Murchin makes the catch and will take it in. Scores for Georgia Tech. Touchdown, Calvin Johnson. son of a gun. will dance into the end
1: zone. Touchdown, Georgia Tech. And Georgia Tech football is ready to buzz.
0: Underneath at the five. Turtles into the end zone. Touchdown, Jacket.
7: Tickets for the 2021 season are now on sale. Visit ramblinrec.com.
1: on Yellow Jackets football, it's the Coach Jeff Collins Show on the Georgia
2: Tech Sports Network. Coca-Cola, new look, improved taste, new Coke Zero Sugar. Welcome back to the Jeff Collins Show. Andy Demetra, Head Coach Jeff Collins, Strength and Conditioning Coach Lou Corallo joins us in the second half hour as we continue breaking down The game in Miami, I always want to say Coral Gables, but it's technically Miami Gardens, and you play Miami, whatever. Uh, (laughs) Offensive line, uh, again, it's been kind of a turnstile of guys having to to be in and out and move positions, and this past Saturday is Mikey Minahan going down in the second half, and that's a tough spot for a true freshman, Weston Franklin, to get some snaps like that in a high-leverage situation. It didn't affect the effort level clearly, but did you sense that that may have affected the, the rhythm and the timing of the offense?
3: Uh, I mean, anytime you change centers, obviously at any level, um, you know, there's going to be a, a, a change. Um, but I thought Weston came in there and battled and fought, um, going against arguably one of the top defensive linemen, uh, in the ACC was lined up head up on him and, uh, having to snap and then block in the run game, snap and block in the pass game. Um, but just really proud of him. Weston Franklin is going to be a big time player in this program. And, uh, You know, he he probably got his his shot sooner uh, than a lot of people have expected. Um, Playing offensive line as a true freshman is extremely difficult in college football. uh, And then compound that with playing the most difficult position across the offensive line at center. And I thought he handled it well. Uh, William Lay, uh, walk-on, was next to him doing a great job with the communication piece. Paula Tuve Vapulu, who's had to step up um, in in, – Uh, (laughs) Kenny Cooperstead uh, has been doing a nice job as well and they had to compliment uh, Weston in the interior of our offensive line and and competed admirably. Really proud of them.
2: You did get Jordan Williams back and uh, him and Devin Cochran as your bookend tackles that that seemed to settle things down and uh, get your offense in the right direction at the beginning of the game. Just one guy back and seem to make such a difference.
3: Yeah, and uh, Jordan's a big-time player in this program and in this league. Uh, he still, you know, didn't play the entire game. Hall's had to bump out at tackle a lot as well, um, but just really proud of Jordan Williams. The toughness, the tenacity, the grit uh, that he has shown coming back, the way he uh, trusts the process in the training room, our outstanding medical staff uh, getting him back and healthy and uh, just will continue you have to do that, and I want to take a minute to Andy. The the developmental offensive line in this program has done a tremendous job, uh, especially in the last four weeks. Because once you start, you know, accumulating injuries, it's a cyclical effect all the way through the the, the entire program and then they get stressed and they've got to get a lot of reps and they've just done such a good job, uh, you know, giving a great look for our defensive uh, unit and just that entire group of developmental offensive line and – our developmental tight ends have had to hop in hmm. and play offensive tackle, had to play offensive guard uh, just because the depth at that position has been so strained. So I, I'd be remiss if I didn't just praise the efforts that they've gone through uh, to enable us to practice every day. How about some individual names in that developmental offensive line? Yeah, there, there's a lot. It's K. Kucuraitis. It's... Uh, Will Milam, it's uh, Anthony Manella, uh, Jamal Camp, uh, and Ben Wilhelm, Chris Miller playing tight end, also hopping in at offensive line. Joseph Macrina, uh hopping in there as well. Um, so there's a whole host of them. Just they're they're awesome to me. Um, they go to one of the top academic schools in the country. A lot of them are here doing this, you know, on their own dime and just just their contributions uh, shouldn't ever go unnoticed. and they, they just mean a lot to me and to this program.
2: Jeff Sims was 21 of 38. Dave Padnode said yesterday, Jeff went to the right spots when the ball was in the air, but his touch was a little off. He talked about not transferring his weight maybe the way he needed to. Is that how you saw it as well from Jeff? Yeah, and he,
3: he, he was banged up and just, uh, again, a warrior, uh, fighting through a lot of things. They, I mean, I don't know if Dave told you, but there was – a couple of days he wasn't able to, to go and uh, just battle back again with our training staff and just getting with them to try to, uh, he wants to compete. He wants to be out there for his team. And uh, Jeff's just his leadership, his presence. Um, obviously he's a big time player, but just who he is as a teammate is spectacular and this. I want to make sure I mention a couple other names, Matt Morgan, uh, whose brothers Brad and Scott both played here. Uh, and then, I missed one more guy, Joe Fusel, uh, actually made the trip with us and uh, do a great job at the developmental O-line. Yeah, developmental
2: O-line, certainly deserving of some pub. guy who made his debut for you last Saturday was Keon White, your transfer from Old Dominion, and we know what kinds of gaudy numbers he had in 2019 as a sophomore at Old Dominion. There's always that question of whether someone's numbers can scale up when he moves from a group of five program to a power five program. But tell us more about the physical package that Keon has at that edge spot that makes you confident that as he gets his feet underneath him, he yep. can be every bit as destructive for you at Georgia Tech.
3: Yeah, he's going to be a big-time player in this program. Uh, he's six foot six. He's 285 pounds. He hits uh, 19 miles an hour on the regular at that size. Uh, he's strong he's physical he's got the right attitude, the right demeanor uh, all of those things and just you know once he gets completely healthy it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to watch him uh, play in that white and gold um, but I'm so glad that he's on in our program. Obviously he keeps coming along. it was his first time getting some burn. And uh, we'll just layer it in um, as we move forward through the rest of the season and uh, getting back to 100% going into next year. And it, it, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch the the group of defensive linemen that Coach Knight and Coach Coleman have recruited. They've developed. Uh, it, it's down the road uh, very sooner than later. It, it's it's going to be a special group there. They're fun to watch.
2: Very nice. One of the most crafty plays of the game. You probably know where I'm going with this. The punt that David Shanahan had, where he had to deke out the on-rushing player, pretty much stiff-arm him, and then kick it away with his right foot. He's a left-footed kicker, but he can also kick right-footed. But out of necessity on that play, had to kick with his right and still able to get that ball down inside Miami territory. (laughs) For somebody who's only, you know, what, eight, nine games uh, into his his football career, not just college football career, his game-playing career, Uh, That was uh, quite a bit of improvisational theater there by David Shanahan.
3: Yeah, and and I've spoken a lot about how unique David's skill set is. You know, in the past here we had Presley Harvin who's run the Ray Guy Award as the best punter in college football and he was an unbelievable directional punter with uh, tremendous distance, tremendous hang time. David has that and he's getting better and better and better and confidence in the pocket with the directional. Um, A lot of programs in college football have uh, some punters that can rugby and they can either rugby to their left if they're left footed, they can rugby to their right if they're right footed and david uh can do it both we can rugby to the left with him which we've done in games we can rugby to the right with him which we've done in games and his ability to kick with his right foot he's a left-footed punter uh was huge in that moment uh to salvage a play uh to get it out to the 50 uh for so i mean he's 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 very talented and uh, tremendous sense of humor, and uh, the right, the right mindset, and the right skill set. Uh, he, he's going to be a big time player in this program. He's going to be one of the top punters in college football sooner uh, than later. Oh, that old Irish wit! From David Shanahan.
2: Love it. We'll take a timeout, close things down with head coach Jeff Collins, and dive more into Boston Collins, the kind of challenge that awaits the Yellow Jackets and the ingredients to a Georgia Tech victory in the ACC finale at Bobby Dodd Stadium. Don't go anywhere. It's the Jeff Collins Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports
7: fall is finally upon us and that means football season pumpkin spice and bugs but it's still warm here in georgia which means the local populations of pests like mosquitoes ants roaches and rodents are still out and about luckily you can trust the experts at arrow exterminators to protect your family and keep your home or business pest free inside and out the professionals at arrow understand that it's not just any home it's your home schedule your free pest inspection today call 888 go arrow or visit arrow exterminator com
6: home this field this stadium this city it has no equal in college football
0: Touchdown, Jackets!
6: when we step onto this field we feed off of your passion we need it because there's absolutely nothing like it back in the atl oh, uh, back in the 404 back home
1: Saturday the 13th, Tech is back at home for an ECC matchup with Boston College. Get your tickets at ramblin'rec.com.
8: And we're back with breaking news. The new Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever.
4: That's right, Jim. With an improved taste and zero calories, the new Coke Zero Sugar is a must try for any Coke fan. So make sure. You... Jim. Ha <laughs> ha, Jim. We're on the air.
8: Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen?
4: Well, can I have a sip?
8: <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. Discover Dahlonega, the heart of the Georgia mountains. A top pick for any adventure, take your family on a journey into the earth and find some gold in these hills. Explore our historic downtown and choose from one of our unique restaurant options. And dubbed the Napa Valley of the South, make sure to grab a glass from one of the many award-winning wineries. Plan your fall getaway today and make sure to come to the Gold Rush Days Festival in October. Learn more and plan your trip today at Dahlonega.org.
9: Atlanta, home of clout, home of culture, home of Georgia Tech. But it's not enough to represent a city. You have to reflect it. And our story is atlanta's story a place that influences and innovates a place that doesn't wait for change it creates it a place of relentless drive and undeniable swagger with a storied past and unstoppable future that's atlanta that's georgia tech so let others wish they were here or pretend they're from here we are here and when you take this celebrated program In this world-class city, you get an electricity unlike anything in college football. Welcome to Atlanta, and what's the good word? This is Georgia Tech Football.
1: Tech football continues to buzz. Now, more of the Coach Jeff Collins show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network.
2: Back with you on the Jeff Collins show, back at Bobby Don this Saturday, Georgia Tech and BC. Getting ready for Tommy's Leather at 3 30. We'll be on the air with our network pregame. At 1.30, and may as well not wait until Saturday, Coach. Let's get a preview of this Boston College team, which knocked off Virginia Tech on a Friday night in Chestnut Hill last week. That game also marked the return of their QB, Phil Jerkovic, who had a wrist injury second week of the season, had shelved him until last Saturday, or last Friday, as it were. But uh, what what, what skills does he bring? He was uh, regarded in preseason as one of the better signal callers in the ACC.
3: Yeah, absolutely. He's a big-time player. And going into the year, uh, he was highly touted, highly regarded, and well-deserved. He had a tremendous season last year. And, uh all outlooks was that he was going to repeat it again and uh you know he looked good in the game against Virginia Tech and uh you know he's a big physical uh, player knows where to go with the football uh, they have a unique offense in what they do relative to everyone else that we play and uh you know it's it creates some issues especially if you have a guy like him that can make all the throws um, and then he's also very very nifty with his legs he made some explosive plays against us last year uh, so he can hurt you with his arm and he can hurt you with his legs uh, as well what makes that offense unique Uh, Just it's it's a very physical power running game. Uh, It's an NFL-style attack. Uh, And then off of the play action, they build in all kinds of multi-layered routes uh, all over the field and deep over routes and uh, late drags across the middle. Um, So you've got to have everything in place with all the coverages. Um, It poses a lot of problems for a lot of teams uh, when they can protect off of the play action. Uh, But it all starts up front with the run game. But then when you have a quarterback that that uh, can extend plays with his feet, knows where to go with the football, the play action, the max pro uh, gives him time and he can make the throws as well.
2: Pat Garwo is their running back. He's had several 100-yard rushing games this season. You said it's a power-running game. Is he a power-running yeah. back then?
3: And we recruited him when I was the head coach at Temple, uh, know all about him, and he's he's a big-time player. He's very physical, runs behind his pads, uh, tough downhill runner, and that's what they do with their offense. They've got a big physical offensive line uh, that gets a lot of movement up front, a lot of 12 personnel, uh, multiple formations, multiple shots shifts uh all kinds of things that you're going to see at the next level and uh, they've got good players uh running it as well
2: boston college is also in the top 20 nationally in pass defense how do they do that
3: yeah i mean they, they play aggressive tight coverage they close the middle of the field uh they challenge routes they've got good pass rush uh as well but they're they're very multiple they'll play uh you know they don't give easy access throws and uh, they try to contest every single ball, and they, they've got good players.
2: All right, final minute, coach. Uh, break it down for us one last time. The keys to a successful game and a win
3: uh, for the home fans here, at Bobby Dodd on Saturday. Yeah, just need a lot of relentless, positive energy t- towards our guys. Uh, they keep battling, they keep fighting, they keep preparing to play at a high level. Uh, it's a very close team. Uh, they play ridiculously hard, and uh, just need a lot of positive vibes directed at our guys. Uh, and they're going to play their hearts out like they always do. Um, and then, you know, we're going against a really good opponent as well in the ACC uh, at 330. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Two really good teams going at it.
2: That countdown clock is taken away. And we look forward to seeing you at Bobby Dodd Stadium this Saturday. Make sure you jump on your tickets if you haven't already. 330 Tommy Sleather, our pregame At one thirty, and on that, Coach, we will cut you loose. Looking forward to catching up with Million View Lou, Lou Corrala, on the other side of the break. Appreciate
3: it as always, Coach. Thanks, Andy.
2: All right, that's head coach Jeff Collins, strength and conditioning (laughs) coach Lou Corrala coming up on the other side. Don't go anywhere. It's the Jeff Collins Show right here on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports.
5: Kroger knows this year the holidays are doubly important, so make your celebrations doubly special with fresh, never frozen prime grade beef and Simple Truth organic Brussels sprouts. Kroger, fresh for everyone, double special this holiday. Wait, stop it, legal. We've got even more special holiday food, it's like delicious king crab legs, private selection gourmet potatoes, or cave aged Murray's cheese and fresh baked La Brea bread. Kroger, fresh for everyone. All right, legal. You're up. Double special this void where prohibited certain restrictions may apply. Shop for spinning stores for more details.
3: I'm former Atlanta Falcons head coach Dan Reeves, and I want to tell you about Tommy Nova Center. Tommy Nova Center has helped over 25,000 people with disabilities find meaningful employment. When you donate your vehicle to Tommy Nova Center, you donate a perfect job opportunity for people with disabilities. Your donation will fuel the employment training programs that change lives every day at Tommy Nova Center. Donate at TommyNobisCenter.org or by calling one 866 nobis
4: Jeff Francoeur here As a farmer, I know the importance of Georgia Farm Bureau's advocacy work on behalf of farmers And as a lifelong supporter of Georgia sports I also know the importance of being part of a team The Georgia Farm Bureau Insurance Company is always the home team Supporting our local communities And offering affordable home, auto, and life insurance for Georgia families Georgia Farm Bureau, always the home team Visit Georgia Farm Bureau online at gfb.org to learn more
10: it's that time of year where maybe you're tailgating or camping or just hitting the road and you need a sturdy, reliable, and compact grill that's up for the adventure. Hey guys, B. Finn here and the Weber Traveler is the grill for you, for anyone who wants delicious grilled food away from home. With a compact design for minimal storage, the Weber Traveler easily fits in the trunk of a car and even offers a large grilling area that can deliver everything from pancakes to seared steak. And you can get yours today at your neighborhood Ace Hardware. Ace
5: is the place with the helpful heart. Hardware folks. Home. This
6: field. This stadium. This city. It has no equal in college football. Touchdown jackets! When we step onto this field, we feed off of your passion. We need it, cuz there's absolutely nothing like it. Back in the ATM. Back in the 404.
7: Back home. Get your tickets, Georgia Tech merchandise, and everything you need to know about
1: the 2021 season at RamblinWreck.com. The legacy of Georgia Tech runs deep in the South.
8: Dumped over the middle. Merchant makes the catch and will take it in. Scores for Georgia Tech. Touchdown, Calvin Johnson. That's
1: the son of a gun. Joe will dance into the end zone. Touchdown, Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech Football is ready to buzz.
0: Underneath at the five, Lurtles into the end zone. But down tickets.
7: Tickets for the 2021 season are now on sale. Visit ramblinrec.com.
1: on Yellow Jackets football, it's the
2: Coach Jeff Collins Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Yellow Jacket fans, be sure to visit georgiapower.com slash community to learn new ways to stay connected. Georgia Power, the official energy sponsor of Georgia Tech Athletics. Power on Georgia. As we welcome you back to the Jeff Collins Show on this Wednesday night, getting you ready for Tech and Boston College in the ACC finale this Saturday. And as promised, let's welcome in this week's guest, You know him as Million View Lou. Always enjoy talking with this man, strength and conditioning coach for Georgia Tech football, Lou Carano. Coach, good to catch up with you. How are you? Yes, sir. Good to catch up with you, too. Doing well. We'll well. we'll, we'll get to that nickname in just a moment. But I'm really curious. We're at this time of the year where guys are beat up. They're banged up. It's a long football season that you know. How do you manage their strength training at this time of year where they're still getting what they need out of the weight room, but not in a way that's going to put any undue strain stress on them.
11: Yeah. So the in-season is one of the biggest challenges as a strength coach because it's so de- it's demanding, it's long, it's, it's, you know, you get in a routine and you kind of stick to it. But my job is to make them very strong without being sore and feeling fresh when they leave the room. So it's not, you know, anything groundbreaking in-season training wise, but do try to take care of their bodies, do try to recover them, and do try to keep them strong without being sore.
2: Do you have to tailor that to individual players and how much is there an ongoing dialogue between you and and the players so that you're able to adapt to any kinds of
11: workouts that they're doing? There's all kinds of adjustments every day because something happens every week in a game. Guy can't do has to do single arm work, guy has to do single leg work. There's always a way to get around it, but there's a lot of adjustments every week.
2: Which I imagine also kind of tests your your creativity as a strength and conditioning coach and your problem solving where you, you still want them to reap the benefits of the weight room uh, even though you have to make some modifications
11: along the way definitely it's it's one of the you know I do look forward to being creative but that's definitely a big piece in the end season you got to get it done no matter what
2: yeah so, so the strength and conditioning in the November portion of the schedule totally different than August beginning of September how challenging is it for you as a strength and conditioning coach this time of year in the season
11: it's just keeping the guys excited you know it's not it's not like um anything's changed from week one it's just it's the guys that are just beat up mentally more than physically it's just the same kind of routine all the time so keeping it exciting in the weight room I and mean, you got to see them in here listening to mm-hmm. music having a great time working out hard you know it's just they got their spirit you know i don't know if we had, we've had three tough ones in a row but their spirit is not broken i can share that
2: There is a motivational aspect to being a strength and conditioning coach, maybe more so now uh, than at any point. Uh, To to be able to keep that energy high in the weight room, how how much of a challenge is it for you? But at the same time, how much of it is a challenge that you look forward to where guys approach what they have to do here with the right mindset
11: yeah if the motivation or inspiration piece wasn't a big part of what i do i wouldn't want to do it you know that's Mm -hmm. exactly why i love it it's being creative it's exciting the guys it's getting them going it's making them have fun but also working hard um it's just it's the whole you know chess game of making the mental thing work so Mm -hmm. i look forward to it it's exciting for me all
2: right you know i always have to ask this question every year when you come on the program You've been around a lot of student-athletes. You've seen a lot of players throw up impressive numbers in the weight room. Who's the one guy on this team that makes you go, yeah, he's not normal? Keon White. That's not
11: even close. He's, really? He's a different planet on strength and Do everything tell. he does. He's, I mean, it's just basic stuff like bench press. We'll be all bench pressing our own weight and all that stuff, but he'll be in the corner just throwing up like 405 for 6 on bench press. That's ridiculous. In-season. <laughs> Um, squat you know he's coming back from that ankle still so he's not technically full go yet but he's still squatting five plates for five reps like he's he's so strong and he's so big and he doesn't have a lot of body fat that's what's most impressive about him
2: had to give you a thrill to see him on the field in uniform versus Miami then
11: oh yeah so happy for him I mean sitting out and then transferring and then getting hurt before he came and just all that adversity so happy to see him almost there
2: uh, if he represents the defense, who's the 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 resident freak this year on the offense in the weight room? Oof, you uh, had a lot of different body types, different position groups, so this one might be hard.
11: Yeah, it's it's tricky because they all do something different. Like Keon's the ultimate package, but um, offensively, you know, I'd say Devin Cochran bends very well for his height, and he's very strong pound for pound for how big he is. Mm-hmm. He can do pull ups, he can run fast, he can squat low he i mean he's he's very good at all that being how tall he is
2: yeah he's he's a legit six seven yeah. uh coach collins has talked recently about the margin narrowing and, and you're seeing it in the results maybe not on the scoreboard but in the competitiveness of these acc games of late uh how have you seen the the margin narrow in sort of the strength and conditioning sense and can you quantify how much more physically developed this team is as a whole Compared to, say, two years ago.
11: Yeah, so like two years ago when we played Virginia Tech, I always go back to that example. 45 nothing on our field, and, and I, their backup quarterback looked bigger than any D-end we had, hmm. you know? And that was, that was the hardest part because we knew we were really far off. And working for two years and, you know, not seeing the results and working really hard and not seeing the results and working really hard, and not, it's just, I can, I can honestly say, though, I've seen these kids' mentality completely transform, and they, they believe they're going to play with these teams. Like Clemson on the road, lose by six. Uh, <laughs> blow North Carolina away. Uh, I mean, all these examples, but the, the main point is their spirit is high. They have a lot of energy. They're bigger people. We match up better, and they're, they're tough kids. They, they really are.
2: Let's talk about you a little more. And we're visiting with strength and conditioning coach Lou Carolla here on the Jeff Collins Show. Uh, you are blessed with a, a great moniker from Jeff Collins, and that is, of course, Million View Lou. Your, your speeches, your sermonizing—they've uh, gone viral. We see SportsCenter, Instagram—they're uh, showing video of you uh, addressing the players here at Georgia Tech. I mean, what, what's your reaction to that? It's—it's it's not. Necessarily a front and center part of the strength and conditioning job, but it's certainly something that uh, has to be great, very gratifying to see your words resonate like that beyond just the confines of the weight room. Here,
11: yeah, it has. Oh, it's been shocking to me for sure. Just you know, my brother would always text me from Virginia. He's like, "Hey, I see you every day on Instagram from <laughs> someone." And um, no, I, you know, it's funny. I've been given messages the day since I've been a head guy at North Texas, but since I got here, is that's the first time a camera was on me. And ever since then, it's just kind of taken off a little with other people, and it's been fun. I, I, you know, I've created a lot of different relationships with people and been on a lot of podcasts and met some cool people through it all, so... Uh, where, where do you come up with these speeches? Uh, it's a hobby of mine. I, I have a, um, a book close to hopefully being done that is a message of the day for the whole year. So every day, different message the whole year, and it, it's a coaching Bible for me to go back to, and I... I always write. It's I love thinking of different concepts to hit people in a different way with. So
2: yeah, just just framing things in a different way. Yep. All right, so we got a book on the way.
11: I hope so. Yeah, I'm really okay. working on it. So. How many
2: how many pages deep are we right now? This is gonna oh, be it, uh, a message of the day every day of the year. Three sixty five. yeah. Wow. So. Do we have a, do we have a working title for it? I don't want to give away too many secrets here, but I'll, this, I'll, this is I'm sure peaking the interest of a lot of tech fans.
11: I have an idea, but I don't really want to say it unless it changes but it's something that just light a fire in you for you know every day of the year
2: all right i will not ask you if i can write the forward to the book i will not put <laughs> you on the spot there though uh jared ivy was one of the uh folks who spoke this week to the media and i talked with jerry uh, jared earlier this year a, a physical specimen in his own right to gain 35 pounds of good weight in the off season, he's now playing at 275 and making plays on the edge there at the defense. How can you tell when a player like Jared has room to grow when you first get him?
11: So yeah I mean being 6'7 doesn't hurt and then also coming in around 230 was uh, you know eye-opening because when you're that tall and you probably haven't had this kind of structure before I know you're going to take off. So yeah 35 pounds in a year was amazing and he's 275 off the edge now and it helps a lot. I love his mentality too, though. Just he's he's a happy kid, you know. He he likes you know playing around a little bit with guys, but man, when it's practice time or game time, he's very focused, and that's why you see what you see.
2: Is thirty five pounds about the max of, of what you want a guy to gain in weight from from the end of one season to the next? Thirty five is is that's that's on the high end. That was I a high end.
11: Yeah, he was. He had a lot of growth potential, though. I mean, they did a great job recruiting that ability to potentially grow. So it happened quick.
2: Yeah. It's always good when you can have a defensive end who can 360 dunk like Jared did in a game as a high school senior at North Gwinnett high, Uh, Jameer Gibbs, another guy who's been so steady all season long from your perspective as his strength and conditioning coach, what accounts for some of Jameer's physical gifts
11: that we see on the field? Jameer is one of the most special players I've ever watched ever run the football and i'm a running back and i love barry sanders and uh jameer is just so special to me watching him it's like it's like beautiful and um he's just such a humble kid like he just he's so nice he's so respectful he's so coachable anything you tell him he's gonna say yes sir just i mean he's everything you want in a program and on top of that he's an exceptional special talent Mm -hmm. so i'm just thankful i get to coach him
2: Well, as far as what he does here in the weight room under your supervision, how does that translate to the Jameer Gibbs that we see on the field?
11: He's so explosive in here. Like when we do power cleans or Olympic lifts, you got to see how fast he moves the bar. It's amazing. It translates directly to the field.
2: I'd love to say I speak the same language as you, but you get one look at me. Clearly, I don't. But it's always fascinating, though, to talk with Lou Corrala here, strength and conditioning coach for your Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. We'll hit a quick timeout, continue the conversation with Coach Lou. It's the Jeff Collins Show right here on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports.
1: The next generation of live event fan engagement is here. Visit ramblinrec.com slash app to download the new Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets app. Catch live stream shows, the Ramblin' Light Show, trivia polls, and more. Make sure you stop by the 404 Tailgate before each Georgia Tech home football game at Bobby Dodd Stadium. Tailgate admission is free and the fun starts three hours before kickoff. That features freshly grilled tailgating food to purchase, a cash bar, and lounge seating with TVs. For more info, visit ramblinrec.com. Go Jackets.
8: If ACC football runs deep in your veins, then Sirius XM ACC Radio is where you need to be. We're talking conference and team previews, live games, news and analysis from experts like Chris Patola, Bryant McFadden, Roddy Jones, and Tori Holt. Coaches shows, championship specials, and more. Get inside ACC football like nowhere else. Feed your fandom on the Sirius XM app. Stay up to date anywhere you go. Just download the app to start streaming.
10: It's that time of year where maybe you're tailgating or camping or just hitting the road and you need a sturdy, reliable, and compact grill that's up for the adventure. Hey guys, B. Finn here, and the Weber Traveler is the grill for you, for anyone who wants delicious grilled food away from home. With a compact design for minimal storage, the Weber Traveler easily fits in the trunk of a car and even offers a large grilling area that can deliver everything from pancakes to seared steak. And you can get yours today at your neighborhood Ace Hardware. Ace
5: is the place with the helpful hardware folks. You know what's fun about the holidays? Yep, it's shopping. Well, the Georgia Lottery and Fantasy 5 are about to up the fun with a chance to win a $5,000 shopping spree. Every week in November, 5 winners will win $5,000 to go shopping. Just enter your non-winning Fantasy 5 ticket at fantasy5giveaway.com. And who knows? You could win 5,000 bucks to buy whatever you want. It all happens in November. So play Fantasy Five from the Georgia Lottery. Play responsibly. Atlanta, home of clout, home of culture, home
9: of Georgia Tech. But it's not enough to represent a city, you have to reflect it. And our story is Atlanta's story. A place that influences and innovates. A place that doesn't wait for change, it creates it a place of relentless drive and undeniable swagger with a storied past and unstoppable future. That's Atlanta. That's Georgia Tech. So let others wish they were here or pretend they're from here. We are here. And when you take this celebrated program in this world-class city, you get an electricity unlike anything in college football. Welcome to Atlanta. And what's the good word? This is Georgia Tech football.
1: no better source on Georgia Tech football than the head coach himself. This is the Coach Jeff Collins Show
2: on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Looking forward to seeing you at Bobby Dodd Stadium this Saturday. 3.30, Tommy Slather, Georgia Tech, and Boston College will be on the air with our network pregame at 1.30. It's the Jeff Collins Show winding down on another Wednesday night. Andy Demetra joined this week by strength and conditioning coach Lou I'm always fascinated at the way science changes a profession. And from your perspective, how has science and data and technology changed what you've done, even in, say, the last oh, three to five years?
11: Yeah, I mean, since we've been here, we've had the catapult units that have helped us a lot with Coach Horton. does a great job with, you know, just explaining what guys need to take load off at practice, what guys need to just back off or ramp it up. So they hit a certain speed so they're not shocked during game if they hit a certain speed. So all this stuff you can track now is so useful for a year-round, even off-season program when we run in the off-season. So mm-hmm. that's been huge. There's a ton of technology you can use in the weight room that helps you measure bar speed and track if the guys are recovered enough coming back on a Monday. We have vertical jump mats that just measure your vertical jump, and distance you're off the ground. Um, so it's, I mean, it's endless. You could keep going on it your
2: first year as a strength and conditioning intern was 2007 yep that's got to feel like the stone ages now compared to what you have at your disposal now completely it is Yep. At, at what point though is there too much data and how much do you have to kind of manage information overload uh, where where it kind of works against the, the natural feel that, that maybe you also have to have as part of this job.
11: Right. Yeah, I, th- I always say, like, if you, you... You can get really cute in this whole thing with technology, but you get too cute, you are cute, and you don't want to be cute in football. So um, I think that's... People can get lost in it, but if, uh, we use enough where we can track the improvements the guys are making, you know, the basic stuff. You measure pre and post. You take their picture, you have fun with them and see all the gains they made, and, you know, that's that's really... The gist of people can overthink it all the time and use more stuff. But, yeah, I'm pretty thankful for what we have.
2: Uh, Lou, tell everybody about the Friday morning lift and why Jeff Conlin says it is a perfect embodiment of the culture of his program. Not a lot of Georgia Tech fans, I think, know about the Friday morning lift and just the aura that it has within this program.
11: (laughs) So... My job as a strength coach is to make the players excited to always want to come back to the weight room you know I I want them to love this room I want them to always want to do extra work and and that's the environment we've set up here so every Friday different themes work out so I I think of a title the title has a purpose and uh, the lights are halfway off the music's wild and it is now it's fun but it's very hard and the guys know it but they're excited to attack it so that has been the cornerstone of the program the friday culture lifts are are everything they they bring everyone together you can't, it doesn't matter what position you play everyone's doing the same thing it, you got to count on him to carry it for you when you're tired all this stuff that kind of translates right back to football
2: this is at 6 a.m right oh yeah bright and early yeah very nice you know, Ace Ely told me something interesting, and I'm sure Ace is another specimen here inside the weight room. Ace's dad, a longtime head coach at Morgan State, he's now the head coach at Alabama State. And in the preseason, Ace told me that he used to tag along with his dad to their 6 a.m. lifts when he was like four years old. I mean, you have kids. Is this the environment you want to bring him around at 6 a.m.? No. I'm like, wow, that's that's
11: probably not a normal childhood experience that Ace had. But that explains Ace. I mean, he's <laughs> he's that kind of guy. Ever, since I mean, from the second he got here, he was voted a captain in the spring game. You know, he just took it so serious in here, which earned him respect, which gave him accountability on every front. And he's still just that presence on the defense. He's the vocal guy. He's the example guy. i just very uh, thankful he came here.
2: Ace told me that as long as he had his donut and his slushie, he was fine, tagging <laughs> along with his dad at 6 a.m. Yep. Uh, to the weight room. You'd mentioned you would mentioned you were a two-time all-conference running back at Defiance College in Ohio. Yes, I read the bio. Uh, <laughs> and, and there are some highlights floating around of you, uh, maybe from high school days in Florida, but, but maybe from college days. But I'm really curious. There's a lot of talent that Deschard has accumulated in his running back's room. What do the current Georgia Tech running back's think when they've seen your highlights carrying the rock
11: <laughs> it's so funny because i'll i'll send them i'll send the whole running back crew my highlights on the way to our games every week oh really and that's this is a tradition like this is what all right now i'm ready I'm, <laughs> I'm ready to go now they're all texting me back fired up and uh no it's fun man I, I i had um put on a catapult unit just to see how fast i could possibly run uh on last monday and I was really trying to get 22 miles an hour just to brag to Jameer and Dante (laughs) and them. But uh, I got 21 and a half, so I told them I'm going to freeze myself. And then when they turn 36, we'll race.
2: 36 and still hitting 21 and a half miles per hour. Yeah. What percentile would that put you right now?
11: I would imagine 99th percentile. Not like you're trying to brag. No, but Uh, I just, yeah. You told me that your all-time favorite
2: player. Barry Sanders, And we're in your office, and we see a couple of pictures of Barry. And uh, why was he somebody that just captivated you so much and and to this day remains an influence on on you?
11: I mean, just the ability, number one, like his his amazing plays that he made. I was just stunned by all of them. But also the way he carried himself after every touchdown, just handed the ball to the ref and went back to the bench, you know, like he'd been there a million times. And I think that said more to me than anything because that's who I thought I was when I was eight years old. Did you always know that
2: you wanted to get more into the strength and conditioning side than, than say, the the coaching side? Obviously, you are a coach, but not in sort of a, a position group or coordinator type of way.
11: Yeah, I, I didn't really know uh, strength conditioning was going to be a thing uh, growing up. I didn't even know that was a profession. So in college, I kind of figured it out. And I knew I always loved football, but I found out real quick that I love the work that goes into football a lot more and the effort it takes year round to even play this game. Uh, that's to me what makes you who you are so that excited me more
2: were you one of those kids 12 years old you're you know throwing weight around in the garage i mean was this were you, were, was there always a love affair between you and, and the iron no it's
11: funny really well like so when i was a teenager i started working out hard but growing up i mean i was little skinny kids just loved football you know i was fast and ran around people so how about that yeah
2: well you never know when, uh, when when you finally get that love for it so a- as we get to the final stages uh, of the regular season, you know you, you see the progress guys have made from even dating back to conditioning of last year how gratifying is it to see guys become physically transformed over the course of a year and to see that then translate to their production on the field It has to hit you maybe in a way that's as deep if not deeper than anybody else who who works with these young men
11: well that's that's the the love of it and the, the real painful side of it too, because you love it so much and you see them improving. You see it all happening behind the closed doors. And then you just want those other doors to open for these kids so bad in public. And you're falling short here and there and here and there, but man, I, I can't look. I'm so proud of this team. I'm so, I love watching them play. I'm, I'm so excited every time they make a play on the sideline. Cause I feel like I'm with them out there and I hate it for them that this is how everyone feels right now. But, man, it's just it's that next page that's just waiting for us, and I feel like it's very close.
2: Uh, it's always a good parlor game when you see a photo online of a Georgia Tech player breaking down the sideline. Odds are there is a picture of you in that background, <laughs> arms raised, or running alongside him. Yeah, you are, you're right in there. You, you, if anybody was skeptical that you could hit 21 on catapult, <laughs> I think just, just catch you walking, you know, sprinting down the sidelines. I know.
11: I just feel like I'm out there with them. I'm not like their coach. I just feel like I'm with them out there. So it's...
2: Well, Lou, let, let's end with this, because obviously everybody knows the work you do here inside the, the weight room. is Georgia Tech's strength and conditioning coach, and they've seen the viral videos uh, on their social media platforms. What is Lou Corrales' all-time favorite quote?
11: <laughs> there's, there's a bunch, but uh, I just— What's be- the one that you
2: maybe go back to above all others?
11: I just feel like you, you wouldn't have been born if you weren't ready. Like, people could take that a certain way, but it's just, why are we here? Like, there's a reason we're here. And once you figure it out, I don't think a lot of things are going to stand in your way. Because why not you? Why can't you do something great? And if, if people want to, you know, cut you down while you try to get there, so be it. But just believe in what you're supposed to be doing, because I don't think you would have been born if you weren't ready.
2: I'm properly fired up. This has always been a lot of fun. I, you know, every year we, we get to hear from you, and, you know, it, it's to, to be able to talk with you uh, and get to, to learn more about your process and how you approach this position and seeing the transformation of some of these guys. It, it's great seeing you in those 40 second snippets on social media, but it's even better when we can stretch it out with you. So, Coach Coronado, thanks so much for joining us here on the Jeff Conlon Show. Looking forward to doing this again next year. Yes, sir. You too. Thank you so much. And hopefully by next year, there will be a book out and we can talk about that even more. <laughs> Hope so, yeah. There you go. Appreciate it. Lou, thanks so much. Our thanks as well to Jeff Collins. And, folks, we will see you at Bobby Don this Saturday, 3.30, Tommy Leather, the Jackets, and the Boston College Eagles. That concludes this week's Jeff Collins Show. I'm Andy Demetra. Have a great night, everyone.
6: Home, this field, this stadium, this city, it has no equal in college football.
0: Touchdown, Jackets!
6: When we step onto this field, we feed off of your passion. We need it because there's absolutely nothing like it. Back in the ATM. Back in the 404. Back home.
1: Saturday, the 13th. Tech is back at home for an ECC matchup with Boston College. Get your tickets at RamblinWreck.com.
8: And we're back with breaking news. The new Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever.
4: That's right, Jim. With an improved taste and zero calories, the new Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan. So make sure you... Jim. ha <laughs> Jim. We're on the air.
8: Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen?
4: Well, can I have a sip?
8: <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first.
4: Jeff Francoeur here. As a farmer, I know the importance of Georgia Farm Bureau's advocacy work on behalf of farmers. And as a lifelong supporter of Georgia sports, I also know the importance of being part of a team. The Georgia Farm Bureau Insurance Company is always the home team, supporting our local communities and offering affordable home, auto, and life insurance for Georgia families. Georgia Farm Bureau, always the home team. Visit Georgia Farm Bureau online at gfb.org to learn more.
8: Discover Dahlonega, the heart of the Georgia mountains. A top pick for any adventure. take your family on a journey into the earth and find some gold in these hills. Explore our historic downtown and choose from one of our unique restaurant options. And dubbed the Napa Valley of the South, make sure to grab a glass from one of the many award-winning wineries. Plan your fall getaway today and make sure to come to the Gold Rush Days Festival in October. Learn more and plan your trip today at Dahlonega.org. You've been listening to the Coach Jeff Collins Show live on
1: the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Join us each week of the season to get the latest on Yellow Jackets football and all things Georgia Tech athletics. We'll talk to you again next week right here on the Georgia Tech Sports Network.